Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on to your dog's food. President Miles still ticking? He is. He's is this gone. unusual for your dog to be this old, or is this about how old they usually live? Oh, to be? no, this is unusual. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this dog won't old. die. He's, he's like a walking dead. We just actually did like a, you know how you cut through trees and look for tree rings yeah. to try to yeah, figure yeah. out how old a dog is? We you went back <laughs> through... Almost. Yep. We went back through old emails and photos to try to determine how old he was because we've been saying, I you know, 16, I think yeah. 17. We did find out he turned 18 on uh, either, either December or January. We're not wow. 100% sure. 18. I don't know if this, I don't know. This just might be he lives by a nuclear power plant <laughs> or by a train station. I don't know. But um, uh, Uno, I think, has had extended years and better years because of rough greens. Can't prove that. But you watch the difference in your dog. Feed them whatever you're feeding them and put Rough Greens on top of it. You get a free trial bag. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33 and get your uh, first bag free for your dog to try out. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. another train derailment uh, that Buddha Judge is not on again. Uh, this time, however, it was in Detroit. So really, I don't think there's going to be any damage. No, I'm kidding. That's horrible to say about Detroit. True, but horrible to say about Detroit. Train derailment yesterday. Um, no evidence yet of exposed hazardous materials. Um, although this train was carrying hazardous materials. Uh, but they say, don't worry about it. Of course, they're saying that in Ohio, too. And while I tend to believe so far that that's the case in Detroit, you know, the the New York Times is rushing to the defense of the government and the rail company saying, Oh, you know, these conspiracy theories that, you know, this is going to cause real environmental problems. It's all coming from the right. What? Now we're the ones too concerned about the planet? Unbelievable. Actually, that's the best part of it. Wait until you hear what Biden did yesterday. Explain it any other way than... Yeah, this is his work in glory to destroy America. It's not incompetence. It's not senility. This is a plan. And I'll explain in 60 seconds. All right, let me tell you about Good Ranchers. Uh, Did you see that eggs are now more expensive than a pound of beef? 
Yay! First time ever, right? We've done yeah. it! Yeah! Woo. All right! Eggs number one! Eggs number one! <laughs> uh, love that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just keep thinking to myself, thank goodness we are one step closer to crickets. Anyway, um, if you don't like the cricket idea and you don't like your food prices going through the roof, how about you lock in your meat prices right now? Chicken, beef, lock them in. You can do that with good ranchers and you can save an American ranch and farm. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. I know that's not the popular thing to do right now to say, hey, you cannot pay as much as you're paying at the grocery store you'll get better quality and it's grass-fed and here in america it's going to support and and make our ranches stronger i know that's not the way of the world now but i say we go there goodranchers.com great american quality beef and chicken from american ranchers go there now goodranchers.com slash beck Use the promo code BECK and save $30 off your order. It is promo code BECK at GoodRanchers.com. All right, so, Stu, help me make sense of this story. Hmm? Republican Governor Mike DeWine said he has not seen Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg at all. At all. Now, I'm sure he has seen him on TV, not talking about Ohio. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's seen him, you know, at some point in his life, maybe. But since the train derailment, nothing. I mean, he probably saw him on TV talking about how there weren't enough black people in construction jobs. Yeah, of course he saw that. Saw that. Yeah. That's an important thing to talk about. Liar, Mike. What a liar. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, and then yesterday, the Biden, I'm going to read this. Verbatim, the Biden administration has turned down Republican Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's request for federal disaster assistance Mm. for the train derailment. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, otherwise known as FEMA. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them. Yeah, okay. They said that... Too many white people working there, too. (laughs) They said that Ohio is not eligible to receive assistance... Because the incident didn't classify as a natural disa- a national disaster. The rejection came nearly two weeks after the uh, Norfolk so- Southern train, which carried harmful chemicals, derailed. 2,000 residents were evacuated, blah, blah, blah. Uh, FEMA classifies a national disaster declaration as when there is property damage caused by a tornado, flood, hurricane, or earthquake. The state currently does not have any associated costs that could demonstrate to FEMA to be able to get a disaster declaration because the train cars didn't cause any power outages, block any roads, or impede residents' property. That's a quote from FEMA. It didn't impede residents' property? I mean, they had to evacuate. They're just saying that everything's yeah, you can fine. You go back there, there if you want. Right, that's their, their go claim. Back. <sighs> I mean... Just check it out. Just check it out. We're not saying, you know, we're just saying, do you get your vax? If you got your vax... <laughs> Did the vaccine work for this, too? 
Well, I don't know about for that. But I'm just I just don't want them going back if they haven't had their vaccine. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. But they could spread COVID to But each if other. you have your vaccine, go back in. You're fine. You're okay. you're good. The mm. government federal government has nothing to do with your puny little life there. <laughs> what? Train, you know, big toxic clouds. Okay, so why? Is it just, are they trying to say it's it's just not FEMA's purview? Like, I mean, if we had a chemical Tell me fire the time. somewhere. Tell me the FEMA, time that FEMA has not chomped at the bit to come into your community to take over. Right. I mean, that's I the can't way think I, of one. But are like like their their line there seems to be it's not it, it's not a natural disaster. And we only deal with natural disasters. Is that right. is there another government agency that another alphabet collection of letters that's supposed to come in and deal with chemical accidents no. the epa well the epa is there but this is are they helping what they're the trying people? oh yes they are oh, they are okay they're saying come on back in okay everything's fine come right. into the water just you know take a net scoop all those dead fish off of the surface of the water. Right. They died from something else, I'm sure. Some of them seem to sprout wings and fly out right. of the river onto your property, but just right. scoop them up. Right. They're dead now. Right. And if you don't scoop them up, they're going to grow feet. Right. And so <laughs> you do not want a, you don't want the fish feet. No. No. Fish no. feet around your property is going to lower property values. No. Your Zillow thing is going to go to it's going to go through the, the floor. Now, let me give you this story from the New York Times. By the way, I'm I'm leading someplace, uh, and it's. It's it, a, it's a happy place. Is it fish feet? Is, is that does well, this all does us all come back to fish feet? So here's the headline from the New York Times. Now listen to this story: Chernobyl 2.0, Ohio train derailment spurs wild speculation. So this story is about the conspiracy theories that are coming from conservatives. Yeah, conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Since, Wait a minute. We hmm? finally found a, a, a an ecological issue that the New York Times is downplaying. Yes. We there, there yes. finally is one. Oh yeah. Every time there's an oil spill of like 3 drops, they 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 all they send 12 reporters to the scene to look for any any bird that has oil on their feathers. There is a snowstorm and it's because of your hairspray. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Since a train carrying hazardous materials derailed in Ohio nearly two weeks ago, writes the New York Times, residents have feared for their safety. A controlled burn of toxic materials has filled the air and covered surface waters with soil and soil with chemicals. Dead fish have floated in nearby creeks and an unnerving aroma has lingered in the air. Oh, OK, this is a lot of. Right. This is a lot of evidence. But for many commentators from across the political spectrum, the speculation has gone far beyond known facts. Right-wing commentators have been particularly critical, using the crisis to sow distrust about government agencies and suggest that damage could be irreparable. You mean like, we have to act on global warming and completely destroy <laughs> all of any kind of modern living and eat bugs within the next 10 years or the earth will be destroyed forever? You mean that kind of irreparable? On social media like Twitter and Telegram, commentators have called the situation the largest environmental disaster in history. 
or simple, simply Chernobyl 2.0, invoking the 1986 nuclear disaster. By the way, let's go back and see how the press reacted to um, the uh, Three Mile Island accident. Remember? That was the greatest nuclear meltdown of all. Nope. Nope. Nothing was measured in the air. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, the worst side effects of that incident were the equivalent of a full set of chest x-rays. Correct. And that they made in, they stopped nuclear energy because of that. And arguably caused, if you want to believe their narrative, or or at least their outcomes, they're not going to give this narrative, but arguably caused the problems that we have with global warming today. Correct. Right? They shut down the nuclear industry, so we had to go to other... uh, Stay on fossil fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. And if in their world, this is what's caused all the problems. Correct. Which, by the way, that means they caused all the problems. Well, isn't that the way progressives work? Yeah. They cause the problems and then try to fix the problems that they caused, which causes more problems, mm-hmm. which they then try to fix those. Pro- it's a never ending series chain of events. They warned, they said, they warned without any evidence that vital water reservoirs serving states downriver could be badly contaminated. Keyword there, could. And they suggested that the authorities, railroad companies, and mainstream news media were purposely obscuring the full toll of the crisis. Right, because when have you ever done that, mainstream media, government, or railroad companies? You've already had several bits of information that have come out that different chemicals were on board that we didn't know about initially there were more effects than we thought of course people are going to speculate that there's even more than what they've told us Stu, please read the new york times it says but I have right re- here glenn no, i read the no. new york times all the time no and the new york times every single time there's any sort of any sort of chemical that leaks anywhere on the planet, they say it's going to be a catastrophe. This is the entire paper is, is basically based on someone dripped some chemical 3,000 miles away. But and those were us. disasters. This is not. Listen, this is fine. Since what? then, uh, the EPA has said air quality is returned to safe levels. Residents have been allowed to return. Yeah, a chemical order lingers because people can smell the contaminants even when they are far below hazardous concentrations. It's all according to the EPA. That's what it says right here. Water testing found no indication of risk to public water systems so far, the EPA said, through private, though private wells should be tested. But the public water... Fine. The private water, oh, we're not sure. Utilities drawing from the Ohio River were taking precautions, at least one company said. Um, at uh, town hall meetings on Wednesday, frustrated residents pressed officials for assurances that the air and water were safe. Experts urged caution as they assessed the long-term consequences, warning that airborne contaminants can settle on surfaces, seep into wells, and migrate through cracks in basements to homes. Yet influencers and right-wing commentators were quick to draw the conclusion of their own, theorizing about the extent of damage and the federal response, which they say have amounted to an extensive cover-up. This makes no sense. Well, how Mm -hmm. could the New York Times be taking this side of the story? I mean, there is a good argument to be made. Like, this happens a lot, right? You have an accident like this, and it is a pretty natural series of events. 
that people who live close by are incredibly worried about it because they can smell stuff in the air and they're worried about what's going on with their water. They're worried if their children are going to die or develop cancer next week. All really rational fears. And then uh, maybe some scientific experts come in and say, we don't think it's a risk. When that series of events occurs, the New York Times always sides with the families, always sides against the companies, always says, actually, we found some person, this one random person who has this effect. It's not proven to be connected, but we're going to say it's connected anyway. They always, always side with the freaking out uh, side of this argument. And for this one time, this one incident... They're now all of a sudden all on board with nothing's gone on. Okay, well, if isn't you, this weird? I mean, seriously, isn't this no. weird? No, you have no Why? Ex- Why? you have no example of that. Let me give you <laughs> let me give you an unrelated story. Right. Headline: Russian pipeline leaks spark climate fears as huge volumes of methane spew into the atmosphere every time. What is methane? That's natural gas natural gas keyword natural okay it seeps out into the atmosphere all the time Mm because it's coming from the earth and it's natural gas not man-made chemicals that are not meant to burn that they just set on fire (laughs) no no no. this is natural gas it's they call it methane which is also what comes out of the butt and the mouth of a cow that they say God created all of this. This is a master plan. This is an incredible thing. But what he didn't know is that he actually created animals that live on the planet that spew a toxic chemical that will make their entire planet die. That's what it says. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if Hmm. you don't believe in God, you believe in, you know, natural evolution. Well, if the cow and the farts from animals is toxic to the planet, well, evolution will figure that out. No, 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 no. Methane, natural, natural, not chemicals in the sky. Again, used, made for World War One. Setting those on fire? No, it's not a problem. Climate scientists acknowledge that it's hard to accurately quantify the exact size of the emissions and say leaks are, quote, a wee bubble in the ocean compared to the massive amounts of methane emitted around the world every day. Nonetheless... Environmental campaigners argue the incident reaffirms the risk of sabotage or incidents, uh, accident makes fossil fuel infrastructure a ticking time bomb. Wow. But you in Ohio? Now, I'm going to tie this together. I'll tell you what I think this re- what's really going on here in 60 seconds. Just about every day on this program, I share experiences of real people with you, people who have their lives changed by taking Relief Factor, and I'm one of them. Uh, I can honestly say I don't think I would be here today if it wasn't for Relief Factor. That is an honest statement. I told my wife, I don't know how I'm going to live this way and continue to go on and do this. I mean, I was in my mind, I'm I'm, I'm settling for, I'm going to live this way the rest of my life. What 
moments I have that's not in pain, I'm going to enjoy them with my family. And uh, before, you know, I said, it, I have that decision to make, honey, this next year. We have to talk about it. And she said, have you tried Relief Factor? This is an honest-to-God conversation. Have you tried Relief Factor? No, it's not going to work for me. It's all natural, blah, blah, blah. I've been to the Mayo Clinic. Really? A, something that's not a drug. It's all natural and advertised on radio and TV. That's going to fix it. Well, I don't want to hear you whine about it if you won't try everything. So I tried it. Three weeks later, I said, it's not working. But I, it, I didn't notice I was dismissing that I was feeling better, thinking I was just in a good period. Then I stopped taking it, and all of it came rushing back. That's my experience with Relief Factor. Want to give it a whirl? Get out of pain. What if it works? 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Try the three-week quick start. Exactly the same thing I did. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay. So let me tell you exactly what I think is um is going on these people do not care about the things they say they care about that's all a sham it's all a sham this whole global warming thing look first it was global no first it was global um uh ice age coming when i was growing up it was an ice age then it was global warming now it's global climate change because it's going different ways. Okay. Now you can't predict it, but they were absolutely sure you could predict it just a few years ago that it was going to be warming. Now we can't predict it, but we can predict that it's going to be unpredictable. Oh, okay. It's a sham. Now I believe climate is always changing. We may be in a new period but all the rest of it is bullcrap for control. Otherwise, they would care about this just as much as they care about everything else. But see, this one has politics involved. This is a red state. This is a state where they don't care about. They'll rush FEMA any place, any place. Well, not to the border here where we're being overrun. Not to Ohio where the skies are on fire. No, no, no. These people honestly don't care about any human condition. Except for their condition of power. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, our uh, uh, sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. It'd be really great if you, you didn't need to build a parallel economy in this country. Uh, but the need has arisen. I haven't even gotten to half of that monologue that I wanted to do there. Um, we, we, we have got to have a parallel um, economy because we're headed in two different directions. And, uh, you know, God only knows. But Patriot Mobile is one of the founding uh, cornerstones. They are one of them that came out. And they're way ahead, and they're the only Christian conservative wireless provider. 
They don't hate you. They like you. They work in your community. They'll save you money. They'll give you great service. Why are you still with the big boys? Why? Why? Please make the switch today. Stand with the people who are standing with you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them now. Use the promo code Beck and get free activation at PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You got to get on board with Blaze TV. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. By the way, just doing a quick search uh, of the FEMA website, you'll come to... Remember, FEMA doesn't cover this. I mean, it's, you know, it's a chemical spill. First of all, those if that's the trains are regulated by the federal government. Uh, but um, you can just look up ESF number 10. That is emergency support function number 10, particularly for oil and hazardous material response. So I guess FEMA does have a way to uh, to get in there, but uh, the president just won't uh, won't do it. It just doesn't qualify. Man, they wi- they do they wish they could be there. You betcha they do. You betcha they do. But they just can't see their way uh, through all of the red tape. You know that's just crazy. Um, I want to take you to now a guy who I have read is. Uh, Possibly. Well, people are trying to draft him to run for president. And I have to tell you, even if he doesn't uh, doesn't win or wouldn't run to try to win, but just try to get everybody to understand ESG, I support his candidacy. Uh, Vivek uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is uh, with us now. He is an anti ESG crusader. Um, and uh, has really made a lot of inroads with Strive.com. Check it out. He's with us now. You're also an Ohio resident. Any thoughts on Mm -hmm. what's happening? I mean, it's very sad what's happened, Glenn, and I watched Pete Buttigieg effectively imply that this has gotten too much attention. That's an affront, and I think it just reveals why people here and people across the country do not trust the establishment in Washington, D.C., And, you know, the funny thing is I've seen both sides of it, right? I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm talking to you from Ohio today. I also went to school with Pete Buttigieg. We were at Harvard together. We overlapped with each other. And the dirty little secret is that if this had happened in Washington, D.C. or in New York City, Mm. the response would have been dramatically different. And the people here know it. And that's what fuels this cycle of distrust. And unfortunately, I'm sad to say the distrust exists for good reason. We need to put new leaders in charge. And it's just, it, you know, most importantly, I, I think that community has been as brave as they possibly can be. But it's also revealed the divide between the aristocracy in D.C. and the rest of the country. I mean, the, the Pete Buttigieg uh, comments, all of them are just so dismissive. And, you know, he, he, let's say even that he's he's not. But let's just say he was right. You still don't say that. You go to the town and comfort them and then give them some hard news. But they just are like, what's everybody looking at this for? Why? Keep driving. 
Exactly. And I think it's about self-protection because initially he was embarrassed that this was a bigger deal than expected. He's just come off another crisis with respect to grounding flights because of software glitches. So he thought this made him look bad, sweep it under the rug, even if the people are left to suffer as a consequence. Now, as that refuses to happen, and thank you to the people in this town and across the country who have stood up to say this is a big deal, now is actually almost implicitly blaming the people who are actually casting attention on what's an important situation. Okay. I just see this as a symptom, Glenn, of a deeper problem in our country. So uh, let me let me throw another uh, log on this fire here. Um, I checked the ESG score of uh, uh, Norfolk Suffolk um, uh, Railway. They have a higher ESG score than Tesla does, and their E is a lower threat, according to their score, than their S is. They're pretty good on the environment. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is laughable, Glenn, and it, it reminds me exactly of FTX on one small uh, ES, on, on an ESG scoring mechanism scoring better than ExxonMobil. This is a farce. And you put three-letter acronyms about it. What's it designed to do? It's designed to hide the essence of what's actually happening. And, you know, these companies, and working hand-in-glove with the government to do it, are deflecting accountability from the topics they'd rather not be scrutinized for, instead talking about environmental and social issues instead. By the way, using the money of everyday citizens to advance those agendas without their knowledge. And you and I know that well. That is the defining fraud of our time. But that, too, Glenn, is just a symptom of a deeper cancer in this country where we've lost our national identity. So people who are supposed to run the show are not the ones who elect to run the government are not the ones actually running the show, running the actual government today. That's a new bureaucracy combined with new titans to be in the private sector. And that's the real problem we need to solve. Okay, so tell me how you solve that, Vivek. Well, so look, I think there's a top-down version of this, and there's a bottom-up version of it, Glenn. The top-down version is we need to get the state and capitalism out of each other's hair. That is fascism. You combine state power with corporate power to do what neither can do on its own. That is Mussolini's definition of fascism. And that's the state of affairs in modern America today, I'm sorry to say it. So what I say is if it is state action in disguise, if the government is using private companies either through the ESG agenda or through free speech regulation in Silicon Valley to do through the back door what government couldn't do directly, then those companies in those situations ought to be bound by the same constraints as the federal government itself. That includes the First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States if you're a tech company, for example. So I have a lot of ideas for top-down fixes here. I think we should make political expression a civil right in this country so long as we have other protected classes as well. But if we're honest with ourselves, Glenn, We also have to look ourselves in the mirror. Each of us do. You do. I do. Every person listening to this does. And ask ourselves, what is it within us that causes us to want to bend the knee to these new monarchs? It's like the Israelites. Why do they want to go back and be ruled by Pharaoh? There's something innate in human nature about it. And I just think we are so hungry for purpose right now in America that we need a conservative movement that fills that vacuum of purpose and identity with a vision of national identity that dilutes this poison to irrelevance. And that's oh, an that's, important part of the, the conversation. I too. will tell you, the left just heard what you said, and they would love, they're going to call you absolutely a nationalist and a fascist. They, I mean, you know, forget about the actual meaning of those words. Um, but you, a nationalist identity, what are you talking about? What is, what, what is the vision we should all be working 
revive the ideals that set this nation into motion. Basic ideas, even like merit, that you get ahead in this country, not as the color of your skin, but as MLK said, on the content of your character and contributions. I mean, that means getting rid of this national cancer of affirmative action. Merit in government, making sure the people we elect to run the government are the ones who actually run the government, not this cancerous bureaucracy that multiplies itself like a like a metastasizing tumor. That's it. Meritocracy and ideas, Glenn. The best ideas win when no ideas are censored. Merit in who gets into this country. I, I see this as a first-generation American myself. My parents were immigrants. We should want more people like them, but not people whose first act of entering this country is a law-breaking one. Those are just basic rules of the road. They're not even... Democratic ideas or Republican ideas, they are American ideas. And you can't call that nationalist, call it nationalist. We then, if we shore up that vision, those basic ideas, then and only then can we take on the actual threats we face externally, like communist China, which is not going to be easy to address. And I have views on how to do this, but I think we can make the sacrifices needed to address communist China, to declare independence from communist China, to do the kinds of things we're going to have to do if we shore up our national identity within. And that's what I'm on a mission to do one way or another. Vivek, um, you know, you look at China. I think we are marching toward war. This is exactly what happened at World War One. A group mm. of Fabian socialists wanted to change all of Europe, get rid of the old structure. They said it was going to be great. They they saw the potential for a war. They went all in thinking that it could be short and it will be enough pain to cover the collapse and the restructuring of the world. I think that's exactly what's happening. And I think just like they were wrong in World War One, they're wrong this time. This could be very catastrophic, just catastrophic. This could be bad. This yeah. could be really bad, Glenn. I have one note of optimism, and, and I think we're working within a short window here for that optimism. Xi Jinping has shot himself in the foot through self-inflicted damage to get that third term last October when he took that unprecedented third term as leader of the CCP. That opens up a short window for us, I, I believe, to defeat China economically so that we will never have to militarily. I do not think that window is going to be open for long. But I call for total declaration of independence from China, total decoupling. I think that that is the declaration of independence of the 21st century, because unlike the Soviet Union, in the last Cold War, they never provided the shoes on our feet or the phones in our pockets. China powers our modern way of life. But if we pull the economic rug from under them right now, they're in a vulnerable spot, Glenn. And, and to me, that's one of if, to the extent I pull the trigger and actually pursue this path. That would be one of the big reasons to do it, is I think we're working within a short window where we can actually do that if we can get it right. It will involve sacrifice. I'm going to tell you that bluntly. I'm, it's not a rosy picture. There will be inconveniences involved for Americans. But our moment demands you used World War I analogy. I'll use a World War II one. Yeah. We need Churchill, not Chamberlain. And we don't. I think we have a short window where we don't have to go to war if we can defeat them economically by achieving independence. Man, you sound like a guy who is going to run for president. I'm thinking about it, Glenn. I'm thinking about it and I'm um, thinking about it seriously, but it's not about me. It's not it's not about the person. It really shouldn't be. It should be about the what and the why. And I could care less who it is. If it's a great person who doesn't have the right agenda, it doesn't matter to me. I think we need to define the agenda, define why we're doing what we're doing. That's what I care about. That's what, you, know, you and I both care about. I know that about both of us. 
And the question of the who then just becomes a lot easier after we've defined those things. That's what I'm most focused on. I, I have to tell you, I, I, I support you 110%. Um, you are outside the system. You are very successful at what you've done. You have identified all of the right problems. You have worked to actually solve them yourself through the private sector. I think you get it. Um, you know, I, I'm not endorsing anybody for president at all. I think there's a lot of good people out there. However, um, the voice that you could bring to the table, even if you didn't win, you could shape the platforms uh, of the party. I, I think it's I think it's very important, actually, that you run. Just wanted Thank you to you know. Glad. I just say I appreciate that. Let's rediscover what America is. That's what I care about. If we do that, I'm happy. Vivek Ramaswamy, thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. God bless. Uh, he's running. <laughs> well, no, he's seriously considering it, Con. Just, just a uh, serious consideration. He's running. Right? <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Car he's Shield. He's not jokingly considering it. He's seriously considering it. Yeah. Okay, I just okay. make sure you All understand right, okay, the consideration yeah. level. I don't there. really understand the difference there. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, let me tell you about Car Shield. If you have problems and you've got a car with, you know, uh, five miles or uh, 150,000 uh, miles on it, if your car doesn't have a warranty, you need Car Shield. Car Shield. Uh, you know, when your car goes down now, we're, we're talking thousands of dollars in repair um, because of just chips. You know the price of a used car right now. You've got a car, you need it to run, and you can't afford the repairs. You've got to get CarShield. Save 20% on your plan, and they have plans that will, you know, for all shapes and sizes, you'll always be prepared for the unexpected. Call 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100, or go to carshield.com slash Beck. That's carshield.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you're here. Let me give you something else on showing you how much these compassionate, compassionate people uh, really care about individuals. John Fetterman. John Fetterman is now back in the hospital for depression. This is what, third or fourth time since he got into office? So, well, I think that's the first that he's been in for depression. For this, yes. yes. But he's been in the hospital multiple times. Over time. And why? Why is he most likely depressed? Because he's in a job that he cannot understand. Can't do. He can't do it. And my guess is he knows that. Of course. And now he is now he's in this position where he is realizing how disabled he really is. Does the left care? Nope. Do they care about him at all? Is anybody going to apologize saying we shouldn't have pushed him into this? This guy, I mean, I feel bad for him today. I feel bad for him today. I don't like him. I don't. I mean, he was part of the decision, but I don't wish this on anybody. 
The guy went in. He he's not able to do the job, according to doctors. Does the left care? Did they care about that then? Do they care about that now? No. No, no. And, I mean, it's, it's just unfortunate because if we had any evidence that this could be the case before the election, voters in Pennsylvania could have made a different choice. Yeah. But they had no information to indicate mm-hmm. that this guy couldn't do this job mm-hmm. other than all information. The only thing they had was every available piece of information. And that's not enough to make a decision. I will tell you, but people want to believe what they want to believe. No, true. And the Democrats and his campaign and everybody else, they kept him out of the limelight until the very end. Until yeah, the very end. Yeah, but they, I mean, look, there's no excuse. They, 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 everybody saw that debate. Everybody knew was already, he couldn't do this he job. He already had the winning uh, vote in the bank by then. Well, I mean, he did have a lot of early vote, but still, yeah. uh, it, uh, there's no excuse to be made here for Pennsylvania and what they did. This is one of the most embarrassing spectacles that voters have ever participated I in. I just want to show you, though, it's, the human cost. They yeah. don't care no. about the individual. They don't care about the individual. Everyone is nothing more than a pawn, a chess piece that can be taken if it supports the move of the king. This is true. Diane Feinstein's a good example of this, right? She's currently in, in the Senate. She announced her retirement. A reporter came up and said, so can you, what, do you, what made you want to retire? And she said, I'm not retiring. We haven't released a statement on that. And then her aide had to say, yes, we have. Yes, we have. We released that yesterday. Oh, we have? Oh, okay. Yesterday, she was walking out of a vote, and she was overheard asking her aide, did I vote for that? That is something, though, Glenn, where you say, this woman's been in office since 1857. Uh, she's been there forever. She won, obviously, just on name recognition. At one point in her career, when she was senator, she was a terrible senator, but lucid, right? Mm-hmm. That changed over time. Like Woodrow Wilson was being propped up in the office. Okay, maybe you can understand that. All of this stuff with Fetterman happened before the vote. He wasn't even the senator yet. Everyone knew this was going on, and they elected him anyway. It's inexcusable. But again, they don't care about the individual. She's no, replaceable. Yep. She's replaceable. Use her until there's nothing left to use. It's despicable, mm-hmm. reprehensible, and inhuman. Program.